Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get the Hillman Morning Show on demand. Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. Well, well, well. Look what I have here. Way kill of the HHMS. The what? <laughs> it's going to be that kind of day. I dip my ice cream in chocolate because I have no comfort. This is dipping your ice cream in chocolate, kid. And Kyrie Irving dipped my ice cream in chocolate. And I was going to get some chocolate for my vanilla ice cream. Oh, I gotta go dip my chocolate ice cream right now. I, I love the way you, you pretend like I'm some drunk nitwit. And now... Get your sausages here! Broadcasting live from beautiful, safe Brighton, Massachusetts. I have the sausage guy in my mouth right now. Streaming live at WAAF.com and the Radio.com app. All you have to do is push a button on your phone. You can also ask Amazon Echo to play WAAF. Run back, bro. Run back, bro. This is Um. the Hillman Morning Show. Hello? You hung up on me? Really, dude? Oh, my God. Wow, good job. <laughs> Didn't have to say a word. With your host. I'm not taking the blame for it. The Earmoth Master. Let me turn the freaking iPod on. Greg Hill. Don't get your panties all in a bunch. Don't. I'm making crabby snacks and homemade. Yeah, come on, Dad. Nice. Come on, she's making crabby snacks and homemade. Where's me sausage meat? <laughs> the possibly lucid Lyndon Byers on sports. Working four hours a day, one minute sports. I have been crushing Bud Lights. Since I was four. Walking around naked. We have all seen you naked here in the studio. Enough said. We apologize about that. Danielle Murr, a.k.a. Taser Tongue. With news. She's not husky, she's amazing. I'm great at fingering the bed. This is crazy. This is crazy. Janice Rossi in two hours a whore. And Chief Nerd Officer. Ew. Mike Shue. It's a cosmic field trip. Yoda sounds like do or do not. There is no try. I'm going to take my shirt off. It's the Hillman Morning Show. It, it appears to be really insulting, um, you know, uh, and I have a problem with that. They will continue defrauding the public with ridiculous bullshit. Worst case scenario. Thanks for listening. Yo soy fiesta.
it a Friday? Is the weekend almost here? Oh. Do we have a jam-packed show full of content we over, do. over the next four hours? I think. All right. Well, what passes on this show for content anyway? That's you true. know how that yeah. goes. Um, it's a is it a rando ding Friday, LB? Want, yeah, All right. We got we got we have a lot going on this morning. Here's a text, a seven seven four text, which I think reads. First things first, did Greg get the cheaters? <laughs> and I did not obtain a pair of cheaters oh, at the Walmart why? or the CVS why, yesterday. Why, why, why are you just prolonging He's lazy. The he doesn't care. I'm busy, LB. I'm busy and well, I'm yeah, cheap. So you're and, having, you're, you got your meeting shoes on. Yeah. And you're, you're doing two or three meetings right. with your meeting shoes with your companies. Right. And you can't recognize the people you're talking to. Oh, I know. Oh, it's that's a, funny. A, hey, Bob, listen. I, <laughs> I want to talk to you about the payroll over it. I'm not Bob. I'm Fred, Uh-oh. and I'm insulted. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, I just have not had the time or the wherewithal or the desire to go into the CVS and buy myself a pair of cheaters because my new glasses are going to be completed by Monday. So all I have to do is make it through the weekend, wow. and I think everything will be A-OK. Uh, let's You're Brees, right? What, what's Brees? <laughs> what are you doing in my house? Speaking of Brees, a texter says, I am a six o'clock hour listener only. Can you please tell me why there is a hole that was patched in hmm. your ceiling? Hmm. We covered that late in the yeah. show yeah. yesterday. Yeah. but uh, Maybe he was counting on you not seeing it. Uh, well, I, I figured, so <laughs> I probably have to, I have to relate this whole thing over again. So um, it turns out that there is a poorly patched area on the ceiling of my shack in Ocean Park, Maine. The last individuals to be in the shack in Ocean Park, Maine, were Brees Hill and uh, his friends from the Bentley football team. Thereby, I have surmised that the damage was done by only those individuals. Uh, We did discuss it yesterday. I did put the picture up on my Instagram, and I believe that there is some, uh, some kind of an expert detective who listens to this program, who told me that that hole in the ceiling is clearly from a keg stand. And I had I didn't Great even call. think I didn't even Great think about call. that. You know what? I, but that's I didn't even think of that, I, but that's I, obviously what it how else do you get a hole right. in the well, ceiling when you listen, leave? your son plays Bentley football. Yes. Defensive ends and offensive guards are six eight, <laughs> well, two hundred and seventy five pounds. You think they're throwing each other around up there or something well, no, like that? Well, no. I mean, somebody says something funny, and and the yeah. offensive guard just throws the sound <laughs> up and goes, "Yeah!" <laughs> I suppose Boom. that's that's possible. That's possible too. Ceiling. But all right. Well, anyway, that's an explanation on that. And if you want to take a look at it, of course, you could do that on my Instagram, GregHill107, if you'd like to find me on Instagram. And give me the follow. Today's weather, it is going to be cloudy, and the temperature is only going to get to 46 degrees. Oh, right summer, when's uh, summer supposed to be here? Oh, it'll Seriously. Be, well, it'll be here soon. I mean, we, we don't have summer till mid-May around these parts. But um, I am a little bit concerned about the forecast for the home opener because there is rain in the forecast. But 
We'll wait until Tuesday to worry about yeah, that. Yeah, that'll all change in the next 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> currently, it is 34 here in scenic, secure Brighton, Massachusetts. Speaking of the home opener, coming up during the 9 o'clock hour this morning, you will get your first chance today to win tickets to see your beloved Red Sox return home and take the field at Fenway Park on opening day at Fenway. So make sure you're listening during the 9 o'clock hour. We will give those tickets away. And also, right after that, we are going to play uh, Are You Smarter Than Captain Bandwagon at the suggestion of Mr. Baseball, Mark Shue. And apparently we've been informed by the uh, promotions police uh, that there were rules on giving the Red Sox tickets away. Those have to be given to the seventh caller. Harum. So when we play Are You Smarter Than Captain Bandwagon, the winner will receive a pair of tickets to go see Ghost. That's right. Not to be ghosted, uh, but to go see Ghost. You mean so. like the Red Sox are doing right now? <laughs> They're just uh, ghosting I, baseball in I, general. I, Seven minutes. I was wondering how long it would take for you Whatever. for you to start to moan about your beloved oh my Boston God. Red Sox. Two but. gold glovers combined. Can't catch a baseball. <laughs> um, obscure reference from a texter on the poorly patched hole in the ceiling up at my main house. Breaking Bad when Jesse... Uh, does the bad patch uh, by the tub? Yes. Uh, when he melts the uh, the, the, body. the dude, yes, or, or he attempts does. to oh, yeah. attempts and to dissolve Walter the body. And then Walter tells him, "This oh. is why I told right. you plastic." Right. Yeah. Hard. And then Walter goes, "Jesse." <laughs> uh, all right. Um, what else do I need to tell you on the show this morning? In addition to the home opener tickets, we will be joined in the studio in about one hour by our favorite, one of our favorite local news smokes, Natasha Verma from NBC10 will be in here. I think she's on her way to the gym when she comes in this morning at 720. Oh, so nice. uh, that could mean yogas. Mm, uh, so right, the, uh, it's a little that, weird, guy. It's, it's not weird. I mean, what, that you're thinking about what she's wearing for Oh, clothing? not what she's wearing. Uh, did I say yogas? I meant she could be on her way to yoga. I stand. I stand corrected. Mm-hmm. On I don't that. think that's how you lined up the that's, words that's, the first time. So Natasha will be in here at seven twenty. Uh, at seven fifty, I, I I can't wait. My mouth is watering already. We are going to pay homage to the North Shore roast beef sandwich, and so we will be joined in the studio by the moderator of the Facebook group that Danielle is a member of, yes. which is called North Shore Beefs. And I believe that Mike Shue has joined. Oh, uh, great and, and group. Have you been accepted? So, oh, yeah. Have <laughs> okay. yeah. been accepted? So, I think there's a weight requirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a T-shirt? Yeah. Oh, I passed that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what's his name, the moderator? Andy. Andy, who is the moderator of North Shore Beefs, will be in here so that we can celebrate the roast beef sandwich, the three-way with pickles, or the mini three-way with cheese, or mm. the three-way always has cheese, mm. uh, the two-way with no cheese, whatever, <laughs> whatever you... We'll celebrate everything that is the North Shore roast beef sandwich at 7.50 on this morning show, and I hope that you will join that discussion and perhaps maybe get yourself into the Facebook group with Danielle and with you. So that's coming up. All of that... And whatever else you want to talk about on your show this morning, uh, in just a few moments, we will discuss an incident of fast food rage, which led to a stabbing in Iowa. 
Also, we will go over the agony of the two-day erection. Oh, and oh, um, oh. I want to know what you think happened when an individual told his fellow inmates that he was in jail for pet fish cruelty. <laughs> uh, and also, we now know how large the bag of cash will be that the soon-to-be ex-Mrs. Bezos hmm. is walking away with. Yes. And it's a pretty large bag of cash. Yes. So all of that... And today's news is coming up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's Friday on the Hillman Morning Show, and we've tasked ourselves with finding the best roast beef sandwich on the North Shore. I will add an extra point, so give me a side of James River without asking. We know. More food talk. Shocking. Now, the rest of today's show. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it to 750 if we keep talking about the roast beef sandwiches. I know. <laughs> like I, it's something I don't want to talk about until the roast beef sandwiches get here. But um, yes, we are paying homage to the official sandwich of the North Shore today, and that is the roast beef sandwich. Good and uh, courtesy of a Facebook group that Danielle is a member in good standing in yes which is called north shore beefs in which they talk about <laughs> and argue about mm. and uh praise all things north shore roast beef mm. uh we will have the moderator of the group in here and we will have the sandwiches in here and we will anoint we'll anoint someone the king of the roast beef sandwich on the north shore and so that's happening at what 750 daniel yes, 750. okay all right 750 now, don't mention it again this break because otherwise, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, my stomach will be growling on the air. Uh, during the break, a texter suggested that the hole in the main house ceiling is actually where they attached the stripper pole. And I will tell you, I will tell you that's an okay guess, but I'm sure I don't think that's what it was. Hey, get yeah. on likely, the kids, man. Uh, yeah, likely I mean, be floor damage too in that case. Uh, oh, I mean, oh, if they wanted oh, to yeah. really secure it properly, yeah, and it, was right. it a slow spin pole, a fast spin pole? There are <laughs> yeah. more details that yeah. we need. You're right. Probably be some floor damage if that's what it was. I, I'm going with the keg stand. Mm -hmm. I think it was a a keg stand gone bad that <laughs> caused the hole in the ceiling in Ocean Park. Uh, all right, it is 6:22 and. The weather today, it is going to be cloudy, and the temperature is going to get to 46. It is 34 right now here in Boston. 
Tomorrow looks great. It's going to be in the 60s, sunny and in the 60s. And I am going to be cooped up at the Foxwoods Resort Casino because I have to go to a bachelor. Oh. I have to go to a bachelor party tomorrow. Oh, boy. What? Uh, so are you going to step oh, up? Are you okay. going to turn back into a 24-year-old? No. Or are you going to be the no. old man? I'm going to be the old man at the bachelor party. It's a bachelor party for our pal. Uh, Jake C. Yes. And so uh, I'm, I'm going to, I mean, the good thing is there's some there's some basketball games on that that, uh, that can be watched. Oh, is that I, what you guys going to do? You're going to watch the games, maybe have a cocktail? Yeah. That's yeah. a great yeah. yeah. And you get the free food. Uh, what are you talking about? You don't get the free food? No. There's no what? No. What is, really? what, have you been to a, be there's, nice. there's, I mean, the bachelor gets the free food. Everybody else Everybody pays else for the whole in. thing. This is Greg's what? worst nightmare. Yeah. Jake sees one of his best buds. So, yeah. you know, he's going to be like, fine, I'll, uh, you know, I really didn't want to, uh, you know, I, 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 I look, fine, I, I covered the bill. It's mm, fine. Fine. I'll pay it's for it. Fine. I got it. Uh, do they take Groupon here? Can I get Can I get maybe a discount? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. no, I, I don't even know how to use Groupon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Surprise. You know how to use Groupon, but not Groupon. Uh, all right. Um, uh, so, so, uh, thank you, Daniel. Uh, um. <laughs> Let's see. Here's somebody who says they thought North Shore uh, Beefs was a dating app. Uh, no, <laughs> That'd it's be not. Cool. It is not. I thought it was uh, a fight site. Uh, <laughs> uh, have you ever had a North Shore roast beef sandwich with a layer of seafood salad in between? Hmm. Game changer. Yeah, I'm no, going to have to ask no, it a GTFO. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm yeah. pass. Hard pass. Not I'm interested. all set with Hard that. Hard pass. Not interested. No. Uh, this texter is wildly upset that we are making them think of meat on a Friday during Lent. Well, good for you for uh, being well, a good Catholic. Um, and that is a real, that's a real issue for some. My sincere right. apologies. We'll see you in um, hell. I, uh, I am, I, I'm not a practicing Catholic, so I don't observe Lent. You'll have to tune out during the uh, North Shore roast beef sandwich <laughs> segment. It was a dinner with uh, my mom last night, OG Aunt Kathy, other aunt, mentioned the segment, immediately got the glare across the table. Well, you're not going to have any, right? And I'm like, <laughs> why wouldn't I? She's like, uh, it, it's Lent, <laughs> tomorrow's right. Friday. And I'm like, Mom, I'm Catholic by guilt, not by Come practice. on, Ma. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, well, that's her uh, job, Alexa. Yeah. Guilt? Know? Yes, she does it well. She excels at it. She's many promotions. You know, close to the straight and narrow, you right. know? Uh, let's see. Um, here's a text that says, I'm surprised that Greg is not taking the whole bachelor party to howl at the moon so that way he doesn't have to pay. <laughs> well, uh, cost. He gets it. It's, it's, it's cost. I'm not, yeah. I mean, right. Uh, uh, so, Doesn't that ensure you actually uh, have to pay yes, if you take it to you, one you, of you your You still places. have to pay. <laughs> otherwise, you get in trouble with the uh, IRS. You still, still have to pay. You get a good deal, mm-hmm. though. Throw the pile of credit cards down. Yeah, can you split that 15 ways? <laughs> Thanks. Uh, let's see. Uh, here's a text that says, All of this talk about roast beef sandwiches is making me horny. Not even mad, though. No, I know. Why would you be mad? It's a Friday, and we're okay. going to be talking about roast beef sandwiches during the yeah. 7 o'clock hour. That's why they make strip joints. Leave work early. All right, um, we are going to be playing your Hillmail voicemail messages back at 8. 
So you can leave one of those right now on any topic. Of course, Mr. Shoe's blood is boiling over his beloved hometown nine and their continued poor performance. Did you see the game? Um, mm-hmm. The uh, the Red Sox cannot seem to win a baseball game. Well, they were winning uh, Hilltop. They were up. Yeah, what were yeah. they up three nothing? Yeah, and then suddenly it was and seven it was to three. Tied, I was, and was, then it was seven to three. Yep. And then it was like it was the bad news bears. Yeah. So um, <laughs> if you want to leave a Hillmill voicemail message on that or on North Shore beefs or on any other topic, you can leave a Hillmill voicemail message right now. And we are going to play your Hillmill voicemail messages back at 8. And at 7.20, we will be joined in the studio by one of our all-time favorite news smokes, Natasha Verma from NBC10. And Natasha has a big charity event tonight, a a casino night. Mm -hmm. And she'll tell you all about that, and we'll talk about other things with her uh, when she comes in at 7.20 on today's show. And then speaking of the red flops, as my old man used to call them. <laughs> that's um, being nice. That's, uh, that's awesome. that's, yeah, that's what Barry Hill used to call them. Uh, the red God flops. Barry. <laughs> red flops. That's awesome. You've never said that before. I know. I just remember. The red flops. I was just reminded of it. Uh, yeah. he used genius. To, he used to sit there with his... Uh, Card table set up, mm-hmm. uh, doing a puzzle <laughs> yeah. and watching the Red Sox on the black and white. Oh my God! And, uh, do you do that during Dateline? Uh, uh, and that <laughs> Dateline wasn't on then. Well, no. Uh, I mean, oh, now. oh, do I do it? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then Get the puzzle out. <laughs> I would walk in and he'd say, "Well, another brilliant night for the Red yeah. Flops." And then you know, <laughs> yeah, he um, lived, he lived the hard times. He, he did. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he lived in the bad little, times. Nice. They bad didn't times. win nothing yeah. back yeah. then. Nobody won anything. No, the Patriots um, were. Pfft, no, the only know? time I remember, like I was twelve or something, and the Patriots made the playoffs for the first time ever, <laughs> and they got smoked. I think it was like the Oakland Raiders. They got absolutely Oof. smoked by the Oakland Raiders, and the whole like the. The room, the air left the room immediately. <laughs> like it was, it was like it was wow. like the the life was over for for everybody. So, uh, all right. Anyway, leave a you leave a hillmail voicemail message, and we will play your messages back at eight. Right now, though, it is the news. And do you have a new sponsor this first hour? I do not. Okay. Uh, what do you want to talk about? There's a, an interesting story this week about uh, a boy who came forward that people thought was a teenager, and he claimed to be a kid who had gone missing back in 2011. Yes, I saw this story. Uh, was it in Illinois? He was missing from Illinois, but okay. he showed up wandering the streets in Kentucky. Right. Okay. So okay. the boy's name that went missing was Timothy Pitson. His dad had dropped him off at school back in 2011 when he was six years old and his mom unbeknownst to dad picked him up a half hour later mom was found dead of suicide the next day in a hotel room and timothy was never found she had reportedly left a note saying that he was safe with people who would care for him Mm -hmm. so now fast forward to 2019 and this what they think is a teenager is wandering the streets in kentucky and claims to be this boy So the FBI steps in, local law enforcement steps in, state law enforcement steps in. They do a DNA test, and they find that, no, it's not the boy. In fact, this whole thing was a hoax. Turns out that the identity 
was Brian Michael Reaney, a 23-year-old man from Ohio. What a cool hoax. Absolutely yeah, horrendous. Right? So the family is saying that this has just been torturous for them. Of course it has. What it a reopened jerk. an old wound. I don't, like, I don't like people who perpetrate a cruel hoax. Mm-hmm. As, as there were a lot of hoaxes uh, around the time of the Lindbergh baby. Yeah, uh, right, which yeah. is which is the Lindbergh uh, kidnapping of the baby, and uh, that's when I began this program, uh, 1928. <laughs> but a lot of people uh, came forward to say that they were the Lindbergh baby, yeah, or that they had the Lindbergh mm-hmm. baby, and it's uh, I mean it's it's like the ultimate in in cruelty to the, do that to to family members. I'm curious about the motivation of this. I, guess, guy. I know it's trying to get yeah. money or something yeah, like that. Right? Get, yeah, of course, uh, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. All yeah. right. So, oh, that's sad. Very sad. Um, What else is happening today? We've got a case of McDonald's wrong order rage in Iowa. (laughs) Two people were so upset that they didn't get one of the things they ordered in the bag at the drive-thru that they stormed into the restaurant, demanded a refund. The 19-year-old employee behind the counter did give a refund to the two men. However, they came back later anyway and stabbed the employee in the leg. What? Yes. Oh, my God. What was the item? aggressive. Was the item the fries or the... Sweet and sour sauce for the nuggets, or what, what the was fries. the item? The that very was, important fries. Oh, it was the fries? Very important. Yeah, okay. So police are still looking for the two men. They have released some surveillance images of uh, the vehicle that they were traveling in. This is Des Moines Police Sergeant Paul Pizarek. So they had their food and their money, and they still came back and stabbed the employee. All the things that you can get upset about and to escalate to this level, fast food isn't one of them. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. Relax. Relax. Obscure reference, Joe Pesci. Uh, they f you at uh, the drive-through. Yeah, yeah. yes. They always yes. f you at the drive-through. Yes. Uh, here's a nine seven eight text from a fellow true crime documentary aficionado who says, "Greg, wouldn't the Lindbergh kidnapping of the baby make a great Netflix documentary?" And it absolutely would. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a documentary. On Netflix about the Lindbergh baby, but it would certainly make a. a, a great. Now, who was the? Was it Bruno Hauptmann? Hauptmann, who was uh, convicted of that? He was like the German man who worked on right. the on on Charles Lindbergh's property or something. Right. Is it? Yeah, yes. he was if a I, German guy. Yeah, yes. him and his wife. Correct. Right, they both worked there for for a Lucky Lindbergh, as yes. they call them. I need the transatlantic music, please. Oh, when, yeah. when, I, when I'm talking go. about. Yeah, uh, All right, here we go. Yeah. And now Bucky Lindbergh is getting out of his biplane. <laughs> he, is, he has crossed the transatlantic. He's flown the way these things used to work. He's flown 14 feet solo in a plane <laughs> and conquered the globe. He's flown around New York City once and accomplished something that no man has ever accomplished. Oh, look, he's got his goggles off and his scarf and his lettuce looks fantastic. Uh, All right. What else, Danielle? What else is happening today? Men, official cover your junk warning, okay? Oh, oh boy. You have been warned. I hate these stories. I gave you a heads up. Oh, Ah. I hate these stories. You'll see why that's relevant in a second. There's a man from India who needed the tip of his penis amputated after suffering a two-day erection. Oh, boy. And as you know from the commercials, if it goes more than four hours, see a doctor. So, what, did he overdose on the little blue pills or something? Okay. Had a, uh, what he, he was complaining at the hospital of a painful and sustained erection. 
Doctors were able to drain the blood from his member, but unfortunately they left a catheter in and oh. put a compression wrap on. Mm. That caused um, the end portion to go gangrenous and turn black. Oh, so, oh yeah. Oh, enough. So they had to amputate the dead tissue at oh, the top. Oh, the poor guy. I mean, can you really... Uh, how many men are in a position to lose a few million? Oh, wow. you, know, you, you know, you just got to wait for somebody to die, and then Oof. they Oof. take his. Sure. And, well, oh. and, and the worst part about it is he can never make the just the tip joke with uh -uh. anybody anymore. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a trigger. That's, 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 mm, that's personal. That's insensitive. Yeah. No, yeah. you know, I mean, if he's crafty, he could ask the surgeon for it and put it in a jar of formaldehyde, and then when someone says that, you literally pull the jar out. I mean, yeah. that's, oh, that's oh, prop oh, comedy at its finest, that's, folks. Oh, I guess, no. That's uh, sad. I guess it could, yeah. <laughs> All right. What else, Danielle? Uh, so let's talk about the guy in North Carolina who is facing charges of pet fish cruelty. I don't think you have much cred in prison if you're in there for pet fish cruelty. Uh, I don't think the inmates look kindly upon those yeah. who are cruel to their pet fish. But New Hanover County, North Carolina... Uh, Michael Ray Hinson is 53 years old, and he's been charged with cruelty to animals after he's alleged to have failed to provide fresh water and food to his pet fish and abandoned it after he was evicted from his home last month. Uh, he was given $4,000 unsecured bond and later released from jail. Um, he was evicted from his home on March 22nd. Following Monday, deputies noticed that he had left behind an Oscar fish that was in poor health, swimming in a dirty tank. So he got evicted from his house, and he didn't do anything with his pet fish. Correct. And that's why that's where, where the charges are. Now, Ethan Lane is an employee at The Fish Room and explains what kind of problems can arise from what this fish was suffering from, hole-in-the-head disease. With on the head, you know, that also goes to show that there are issues, you know, with the water quality, you know, issues with the fish. Um, and that small lesion that hole in the head creates, if the, if the water quality is bad, could lead to bacterial infections down the road, which could, you know, as an end result, end up killing the fish. Hole in the head disease, also the nickname for our sports director. Oh. Who will have the, uh, who will have the sports coming well, up. I'll tell you about, what. Uh, coming up in they, about a half an hour. Those people have a whole lot more problems than I do. Because well, if you're worried about a fish, what do you mean? But you're you're you, abandoning the fish. Yeah. Well, so what? Fish can't take care of itself. <laughs> I, I did shots of vodka with a live goldfish in oh, Milwaukee. How come there everybody's not in jail at that bar? Uh, well, well they actually do now prosecute those kinds of things. For animal they, well, it yeah. still goes on every Thursday night at nine o'clock. Does they, it? Yes. Or is yes, it twenty nineteen? Yes, they play the Jaws music, Danielle. They still still do And still everybody doing it does a thing? shot of vodka with a live goldfish. Okay. I bet they don't. I bet they don't do that anymore. I don't think you can get away with that I anymore. I don't think they. I don't think they do that anymore. I'll do some research. I have an okay. admission to make. I am partially responsible for something like this in my college days. Oh, really? Yeah. I lived in a house with five guys. We had a betta fish, a fighting fish. Yeah. 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 Awesome. And I I assured it with my room. Roommate, when we're going home for the summer, you're taking him home. He said, "Yep." I came back at the end of the summer. The fishbowl was there on our kitchen table. The water looked like milk. You uh, couldn't even see oh, through it. I was like, was, oh, "Oh my god, this uh, poor fish!" So I grabbed the bowl to dump it out. The fish comes swimming up to the side of the oh, bowl. It was, it was still, it was still alive. alive. Oh I was my like, Lord. "Oh my god!" So oh, I cleaned out the tank, and that fish lived a, for like another two years. It's a Westfield State miracle. North Adams, was, uh, North Adams, North, Adams, North, Adams, right. North Adams State miracle. Yeah. Did you guys take the water? And make some kind of an alcoholic punch for a party yeah. that you were having. I yes. did hallucinate that's for several days. <laughs> it was delicious. 
All right. Well, that guy's going to jail for pet fish cruelty. Yes. That's ridiculous. Um, Anything else that we should talk about this hour? There's a controversy at your alma mater, Greg. Oh. And by alma mater, I mean, of course, Harvard University. Yes, I don't like to talk. I don't like to talk on the air about the fact that I graduated with honors from, from uh, mag, magna cum laude from Harvard. <laughs> but yes, what? Uh, so this this is related to the the ongoing college admissions scandal. But mm. this is a very uh, very crafty little workaround that happened in this case. So <clears throat> the head fencing coach at Harvard. <laughs> Wait a minute. Of course there's a fencing coach. What team is Robert going to play for when he gets to Harvard? I want my son to be sabering. You hear me? Joshua, Mm -hmm. are you going to be on the fencing team at Harvard? Zane, please come here. So the head fencing coach, Peter Brand, was selling his house in Needham. Okay. The... Three-bedroom home was assessed at about $550,000. Oh, I can see where this is going. Enter the, the father of a Harvard prospect, Ji Zhao. What was his name? Ji Zhao. Okay. God per- bless you. Purchased the home yes. for $1 million. For a million? Okay. Oh, just a... About $350,000 above its assessed yeah. value. It, e- it was so perplexing even to the town assessor that he wrote in his official notes about the purchase, quote-unquote... Makes no sense. Right. <laughs> so fast forward, the guy's son gets into Harvard. Oh, shocker. Joins the fencing team. Oh, he mm. made the team. Was he, a, was he a starter? Of course. I mean, uh, yes, he was. A, he Do was they on, have starters? Was he on the, I, I he was think a, so. Was he, on the first first, was he on the first line of fencers? <laughs> okay. And then 17 months after the purchase of the home, the kid's dad sells it at a $324,000 loss. Oh, huh. Now, the Globe did a little digging into this and and interviewed the man. And uh, the dad, who's a telecom exec, Mm -hmm. said that the purchase was not constructed to get his son into Harvard. He said it was an investment and a favor for Brand, the coach whom he said had become his close friend. The dad said, I wanted to help Peter because I feel so sorry he had to travel so much to go to fencing practice, meaning (laughs) commuting from Needham to Cambridge. Now, the most amazing thing, according to this texter, and I agree, is that he is the head fencing coach. Right. How many how many assistant fence, fencing coaches do you think? Well, you gotta you must have a couple. You know. Mm -hmm. And a trainer. I mean, so even Harvard is not immune to the college mm-hmm. admission scandals. You would think if any university would only allow students in on their merits, it would be Harvard University. It looks like this plan was foiled. Well done. Has there ever been a fencing joke done on this radio show? No, that was the first. First time for everything, Guy. That was pretty incredible. All right, well... What are they going to do? Are they going to throw the kid out? or They haven't said. Uh, they haven't decided yet? <laughs> they have not decided. They're going to make him fence without a mask. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ow, your face. Ow, my eye. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Danielle. It is 641, and coming up next hour, News Smoke, Natasha Verma joining us in the studio, and we will conduct a lengthy discussion uh, about the merits of the North Shore beef roast beef sandwich. It is our homage to the greatest sandwich in the in the North Shore, the roast beef sandwich, and that is coming up at seven fifty on today's show.
Greg, David Lee Roth has taken an unnecessary shot at your musical hero, Bruce Springsteen. What? Yes. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding you. We're going to hear what he said coming up next. All right. Hey, what's going on? This is Bill Burr. Keep feeding your kids fluff and keep listening to the Hillman Radio Show here on WAAF. Coming up at 8, we're going to play your Hillmill voicemail messages back. And I'm very excited because the former police commissioner, Bill Evans, has stopped by this morning. He's running the marathon, and he wants to talk about that. He's Excellent. Doing, uh, he's doing it for charity, so we'll do that in a moment. But okay. uh, before the break, you mentioned that Diamond David Lee Roth had taken an unnecessary shot yes. at... The greatest artist of all time, Bruce Springsteen. And I want to know what that's all about. So recently, David Lee Roth did an interview with Forbes, and he was poking fun at Bruce's stage presence. He said he didn't dance, and that uh, basically he was a job site foreman at a construction site. <laughs> now, Seriously? What? Yes. Okay. Now, the the Roth Show podcast is back after a hiatus, and David Lee Roth talks for about 25 minutes or so about Bruce Springsteen and his wardrobe and his mental well-being and just goes off. Okay. Okay. It's, it's, uh, I mean, I guess we'll listen to it. It's going to enrage me, though. I know. But, uh, go ahead. I had been on that island so long, camping, okay, that I knew every tree and every stone. After a while, uh, I started naming the trees. <laughs> And you kind of get a Count of Monte Cristo thing that I that I saw as creative. Others would see as clinical depression, like Springsteen's wardrobe. Some would say that frees him to live and breathe as an artist. Twenty five long sleeve black shirts, twenty five pairs of five seventeen boot cuts. That's clinical depression. <laughs> Oh, what a jerk. (laughs) You're talking about a guy, of course you're talking about a guy who wore parachute pants Mm. and uh, and yellow wife beaters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, he's going to be mocking somebody else for their wardrobe choices. I mean, I... Bruce is the guy is the greatest artist of all time. David Lee Roth is is not. So I'm not good. He's not, obviously never been to a Bruce show. I don't think the guy Bruce, does not just stand there. Uh, no, I no, he no. doesn't. No, and he plays for four it, hours. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, does, but, yeah. I mean, and and he's certainly in much better shape than yes. than David Lee Roth yes. is. Well, David I mean, Lee Roth's like the LB of rock and roll. So what what do you mean? <laughs> well, that he, he he's he's incredibly. Famous and <laughs> what? What? Huh? What? You're you're trying to convince me that David Lee Roth isn't talented? The guy oh, was thought, a, the no, guy's a legend. To, the guy wait. the guy's band was one of the greatest. He was the lead singer of one of the greatest bands in the world. We're trying to figure out what the comparison is. You and him. You just said he's the LB of rock and roll, right? So well, yeah, yeah, no, I was I was comparing him to, uh, t- you know, to the legend, your guy. He's epic 
And David Lee Roth is epic, but to the sec- second degree. What are you talking about? <laughs> what is what? what? Is I'm, I'm I'm just what? what? That was a drawn out. Bruce one. Bruce Bruce what? Bruce is probably the best of the best of the best. You can yeah. put Bruce beside the Beatles, right? Okay, and David Lee Roth is the next tier down. Oh, okay, all right. Um, let's see. Gosh, this play along. This is. This is Matt. Hello, Friday. Hello, Matt. Hey, what's up, what's up, ladies and what, gentlemen? What's Hello. up, Matt? What's up, Matt? Uh, you guys got to look this thing up. Recently, David Lee Roth was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yes. And, and someone did a mix if you YouTube it. Say, crazy David Lee Roth on Joe Rogan. I mean, you've got to watch this and see his facial expressions and the way he talks about things. Yeah. If you if you didn't know what was going on, you'd say, this guy just came out of like an insane asylum. His, <laughs> he's just nuts. He yeah. looks you know it's it's funny it, you know because it's 2019 we judge e. Judgerton? Um, we judge yeah we, yeah judge e. Judgertons towards music, musicians think about the guys in the 70s that were railing heroin and cocaine every night and and now David Lee Roth is a lunatic I'm like come on think about what he what he did was Do, yeah. yeah went on tour for what 30 years doing lines and whatever else and you know you're playing you're not going to come you're not well when you come out what? at the end you're not going to be normal what is happening you're playing along at home that's what? five cocaine mentions is, so far this morning <laughs> well no we're talking about he, we're talking what, about rock and what, roll what, so what, what goes what? hand in hand with musicians drugs man uh, drugs Sex, man all right um here is oh bruce has actually called the show wow. hello, yes hello bruce Hey, Hill, man, thanks for sticking up for me. I want to let you know the tickets are in the mail. (laughs) A little word of advice to David Lee Roth. Everybody's got a hungry heart. Remember that. Uh, um, (laughs) Bruce, no complimentary tickets. Bruce does not have to comp tickets. Only tickets tickets I've ever paid for in my life. All right, here's a 978 text that says, Friday LB is my favorite. Oh, oh yeah. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, texter. No, yeah, now I'm hammered. Is... Yeah, <laughs> I'm out of my mind. Did Commissioner Evans give you a breathalyzer <laughs> in, the other, in the other room? Did, did the Minister he, of the Field did, Sobriety did, Test. Actually, oh, did, oh, actually, he just shook my hand. <laughs> Although I did feel weird, I patted him on the shoulder on the way out saying, uh, Good you know, job, thank, kid. Bye. No, I said, nice work, kid. I said, great job. Uh, thanks for coming in. And I was like, should I have tapped the commissioner, the ex-commissioner on the shoulder? Let's, uh, let's, let's bring Commissioner <laughs> Evans in because I want to talk about the Boston Marathon, which is, believe it or not, a week from Monday. And the commissioner is running the Boston Marathon for a great charitable organization, which is called Journey Forward. And so... Um, we're going to get the commissioner to come in and chat a little bit about that. And Dan from Journey Forward is with him. And, of course, I'm going to have to get the commissioner to pronounce a word for us that we have uh, played on this show with some audio. <laughs> um, and he, that's the first time he's heard me say that I am going to do that. And so... Commissioner, good morning. How are how are you? Very good, thank you. Um, We're fond of uh, your pronunciation of a certain word because it is what most of us who grew up here in Massachusetts and have lived our whole lives here pronounce it as in the same manner as you. 
So could you pronounce for me uh, the name of the place where one would go if they wanted to uh, take a book out on loan for uh, several days? The library? Oh, wait a minute. I think he got it right. Uh, Say that. The library? The, uh, library? Yeah, the library. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're fond of playing a drop of you. You guys, you guys go there? <laughs> <laughs> we're, fo- we're fond of, uh, at one point you pronounced it library. Yeah, that's how many. educated. That's how many. Yeah, now so. that you're over at Boston College. How's it going over there at Boston College? It's going well. It's yeah. a great place to work. Yeah. People are great. It's... Uh, is yeah. it weird to go from um, tracking down the Boston Marathon bombers to busting a kegger? They're great kids up there. I you bet. Know what yeah. I mean, so it's a, it's a good it's a good job. You know, it's, fun, yeah. it's fun with the football. Yeah, a lot and the, of excitement. And the sports and everything. You know, a lot of excitement and all you, that. You're stuff. knocking on doors at hillsides over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and and for the record, uh, did you smell alcohol in my breath? No comment. Thank you. Uh, thank you, you, you will, sir. You will, over, you will shortly. Yeah. Thank you, um, sir. You will well, in a minute. Guys, give it a minute. Give you the breathalyzer when you leave. So you're running the marathon, yeah. and you're doing it for Journey Forward, and, and Dan is here. Dan, how yeah. are you? Nice to see you. Good, Greg. Thank you for having us. Nice to see you. And so um, you've done it before, I assume. Yeah. Um, yeah. How many times have you ran? Well, this is my 21st Boston and 54th overall marathon. but. You know, Unbelievable! That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, as yeah. a as an elite runner myself, I yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, I do a lot of a lot of five drugs. Days. You a run of, drugs? I do. It's, I do a lot of five. I'm trying to figure out what you might run. <laughs> I do a lot of five Ks, Commissioner. I do a lot of five Ks. Um, so, um, what made you decide to choose Journey Forward to run for this well, year? Well, you know, I heard Dan when he came ahead of the BAA last year and told about his organization and the great things they do, and you know, obviously. I know Jimmy, he's a South Boston guy. We're, we're all originally from South Boston. So, you know, Dan had a tragic a- accident where, you know, um, he he became paralyzed. And, you know, the the work and the rehab he's done and, and the organization that he started because of what he went through, it's all about, um, you know, bringing people who have been, for the most part, paralyzed with no hope of regaining, you know, um, walking and whatnot. It, 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 this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.